Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We've been quite productive on this Tuesday, and we will continue to be productive for the next 54 minutes. We certainly will try. So, did you guys see the amazing. Uh, Emma Thompson, she showed up on Jimmy Fallon last night. She was on GMA this morning with Henry Golding. I could just listen to her read the phone book. I know. I love one of those lovely people. Yeah, she played a fun game with Fallon, and then they talked about the movie a little bit, but he's like, I understand that your husband won uh, Great Britain Celebrity the great celebrity bake off. Oh yeah. He did? He yes, did. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm only in oh. the first season. I love that show. Yeah, she said, "Jimmy, it's the only thing held in London, uh, Britain together. Right it's now. the one show we it's the really one thing is. we all they do agree on. love that. It's keeping us together and he was on the celebrity version and it's she had fun. a picture of his wow. biscuit <laughs> that he made and she came home drunk one night. Because she was stressed out about something, and she ate all the biscuits that made up the kilt on this biscuit creation he'd made. And anyway, he made a pancake. He didn't have time to make all the biscuits for the kilt. It was just, she's hysterical. She's hysterical. And this movie that we've been seeing promoted everywhere with Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians, Emma Thompson's called Last Christmas. Here we go. Emma, you co-wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a w- w- weird, it was co-written, you know, Last Christmas from the Wham! song, yeah. Last Christmas. So how do you come up with the concept? Well, um, David Livingston, who's one of the producers, said, do you want to write a film based on Last Christmas? And I said, not really. Um, and then I talked to my husband, who's very good on story, and he said, maybe there's an interesting way of coming at this in a different perspective and an interest, you know, because it's quite a straightforward song last Mm -hmm. Christmas. Um, And then we spent years working on it and during that time I met George Michael, who we both love, because we're North Londoners, you see, and he's such a nice guy and he cared so much about so many things, the homeless, blah, and he he loved the story and um, so we miss him and wish he were here. And you, you got his blessing, which is which is we awesome. did, and he's got we've got so much of his music. We've got fifteen of his songs. <clears throat> I can't wait. I cannot so wait. It looks okay, so now, good. Okay, now wait. The Amelia Clark. Oh, that's right. It was just called Last Christmas. It's called oh, Last Christmas. I can't. I'm telling you, if Amelia Clark is the most charming, delightful, she should be in all rom coms. She's very she good, was, and she told Jimmy Fallon the same thing that she did not want to write this movie you know because 
And he's like, well, you really were in the last movie Christmas classic, Love Actually. Oh, yeah. that And that's totally it. You know, that there yeah. hasn't been one. Take this challenge. So yeah. here we go. Let's play the next one. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Alien. <laughs> Alien. Because, you know, after that meal, after that meal, you expect something to just emerge from your body. <laughs> It just kind of helps me digest. Which way? You are one of the funniest people I've ever met. You really are. She's really, you know, remember when we met her? Oh, she's wonderful. She came down and chatted us for quite a while. She was our she friend. She had like bedroom slippers on on the red carpet. Ryan brought her it. to us. Yes. He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, yes, Ryan. He's very down to earth. Very down to earth. Mm-hmm. And then here's Henry Golding talking about working with Amelia Clark. You're a big Game of Thrones fans. Who wasn't? So, how was it for you starring opposite her? Um, breathtaking. It was, she is absolutely amazing. She um, she's one of the hardest working people I've I've come across, and I think Emma will absolutely back me up. And she just brings this energy to everything she does. Mm-hmm. And we all know she's been through so many personal journeys and and so many challenges. Um, so for her to turn up the set like a, a bright ray of sunshine, I think mm-hmm. is is commendable. She's amazing. And to think that Henry Golding was like the Ryan Seacrest of Indonesia when I know. he was discovered for Crazy Rich Asians because yeah. he did that rom-com with Yara Shahidi last spring that came out, something about the sun. It was like a 24 hours this couple meets. I, I never I saw never it. Saw it was it. like a young adult yeah. kind of a rom-com. But he's just dreamy and handsome. You know, okay, so oh. back to Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Is she was she sitting down with them? No, she's Emma Thompson. She'll probably do the press maybe closer, I, closer to when. When this does movie, this damn movie come out? I hope it's Thanksgiving Day. Oh, I don't know. I'll check for it. Yeah, check All for right. us, Donnie. But when uh, she showed up on Fallon last night, she's got something different going on with her hair. It's very, very platinum on top and dark underneath, and she had about um about fifteen golden barrettes all holding up the back of her short hair emma thompson yeah okay so she was just in you know last night it's called where she was the talk show host and she was i thought she was darling in that still even though she was kind of a a crabby lady Mm -hmm. you know but you can always feel her vulnerability vulnerability in her roles yeah that i love and amelia clark i just want to toot her on for a second so she jason momoa was her first lover on game of thrones Uh uh-huh and she always celebrates his birthday with him or something. Oh, cute. She just is always, and she always has the big be- boom, just beaming smile, a booming beaming, but I couldn't come up with the word quick enough. Yeah. And me before you, if you have not seen that movie. Read the book, didn't see the movie. Oh, have you not seen that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, you have to see me. Be- are you kidding me? Uh, do I, oh, Lord, no, you have to find I read it. the book. Oh, no. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, and she plays the she's, she plays the woman who cares the for helper, the guy. Yeah. yeah, she's just so yummy. Last Christmas will be out a week from Friday. Oh, well, maybe Amelia Clark will be out next week okay. promoting. She just has you know. Remember, we learned she had those aneurysms on the set yeah. early on, yeah. and we'll go to work. She really, she's just so darling. Good news for you, Julia. Last Christmas is under two hours. That's great news. But see, something like this, I wouldn't mind seeing. Mm -hmm. When it's lovely, it's the killing stuff that I just want to be done. All right. What do you got? I always thought Catherine Zeta-Jones would be the one to play this actress in a movie. But no, she's just modeling Fendi with her daughter. Uh, Helena Bonham played this actress, like maybe in... Not sure what 
show, Lindsay Lohan played the young version of this in a dreadful Lifetime movie. Yes. Uh, we're talking about Elizabeth Taylor and... The person who's been cast, there's going to be an Elizabeth Taylor biopic. It's called A Special Relationship, and it will document Elizabeth Taylor's work advocating advocating for HIV and AIDS awareness, which began in the 80s yep. when she hired this guy, Roger Wall, a gay man who grew up in the South, as her personal assistant. And that's where the movie starts, Rachel Weisz. Is been tapped to play this era. I can of, see her playing her. You can. Yeah, I really can. Yeah. You know, Rachel Vice. Remember, she won that uh, Academy Gardner. Award for her two seconds that she was on screen. And I thought I was going to die. Well, Jane, Dame Judi Dench has the shortest appearance for getting an Oscar, but I hope she can handle the yapping dogs because Elizabeth Taylor owned a lot of yapping dogs in the eighties and nineties, and um, she, well, she's a new mom. Yeah. The film was written by the guy, Simon Bufoy, who wrote Slumdog Millionaire. Uh-huh. And it's based on hours of interviews and conversations with people who knew her. It's described as a never-before-seen picture of this star, Elizabeth Taylor. Well, I'd like to know this because, obviously, by hiring that gentleman from the South, it got her interested in AIDS and being such an advocate. And she was one of the first ones. You know, well, and it would be easier to get the life life rights to Roger Wall than try to deal with like Rock Hudson's estate. Exactly, exactly. You know, because I think her work for HIV and AIDS came to fruition when Rock Hudson died of AIDS related illness. That was the cause of death, and I'm sure she adored this Roger because she just seemed to. but I don't want Rock Hudson or Montgomery Cliff to be written out of this story. Well, but maybe part. we'll yeah. see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, she was dear friends with many gay men over oh, the years. Yeah. And she was a regular at the Abbey in West Hollywood on mm-hmm. Sunday for the uh, Brunch. brunches. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we think Rachel, Rachel's going to be mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. She's good. She's been good in movies. She has. Yeah, we've seen I her guess stuff. things are getting green lit, like with Judy that did... Well, well so some, I think it did well. I I don't know. It's like they, the modern day rom com is a bi, biopic. biopic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Kate Blanchett is on the cover of Bizarre magazine. It's um, some um, special. It's the December issue. But I will just say this about Kate Blanchett: she looks like somebody in this photo, Donnie, that you really? posted. Like, oh, I have it up on almost, my babe wall here. Almost Greta Gabor yeah. or something. There's like something yeah. old. Hollywood I love the photograph. It's about great. this photo. Yeah. Yeah. Julia doesn't like it. I can't I like it at all. Oh, I do like it. Mm-hmm. It's very um, severe. It's so severe. I don't like it at okay. all. And that's what it is. But it's Kate Blanchett. She. I love her, but I, I can't. Don't you think? Whatever happened to she, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Boy, did that movie just come and go. Oh, my gosh. And even Judy didn't stick around that no, long, No, it guys. didn't. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Judy, as of uh, two days ago, has grossed about $21.5 million in the Is United States. But That's how much it. did it cost to make? I, I don't know that. that Google all? that, but I bet it didn't cost that much to make. Yeah. So the reason Kate Blanchett is on the cover of yes. Harper's Explain. is she's receiving the Philanthropy Award at Harper's Bazaar Woman of the Year. Oh, that's why. So she's, she's... going to be getting the award. And I, I mean, mean, I love the 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 seed pearl velvet and on the inside they have a photo of her kind of looking like Marilyn Monroe which is pretty good yeah 
Um, God, but we always go back to Maryland, don't we? I mean, how many Marylands will there be out on, New, on uh, Halloween? Oh, she also did that photo that we have threatened to do with the netting in front of our face. But white netting, it's a little softer. But I think, I think far as we want the drama of the black netting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, it's time I'm going to go. wear a fascinator for Halloween. You, I did that. I'm going to pretend I'm from England. I did that one year with a friend of mine, JJ. I'm just going to wear a fascinator. We wore, we dressed up like we were women from the 40s. We yeah. had like little faux fur shrugs on. We had fishnets. Mm-hmm. Or not fishnets, but we had hats with the netting. Yes. We had long gloves yes. on. and. I mean, it was kind of, and we just said good evening. How how do you do? And how do you we drank sidecars everywhere we went? Mm. It was kind of funny. Philip, get me Philip. the lighter. <laughs> lighter. All right, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Okay, Holly, 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 Dirt Alert. (laughs) Yes, it is time for the 520 Dirt Alert. We're going over to the UK where women of parliament are standing in solidarity with Meghan Markle amid her fight against the tabloids. Yes, so 72 female members of parliament expressed their solidarity for Meghan Markle in an open letter uh, led by MP Holly Lynch of the Labour Party. She wrote, Women MPs from all political parties have put aside our differences to stand in solidarity with the Duchess of Sussex today and are sending her this open letter. On occasions, stories and headlines have represented an invasion of your privacy and have sought to cast aspersions about your character without any good reason. The letter goes on to say even more concerning still, we are calling out what can only be described as outdated colonial undertones to some of these stories, meaning these stories are racist. Yeah. And we are not here for it. The letter continues. As women members of parliament from all backgrounds, we stand with you in saying it cannot be allowed to go unchallenged. Oh, I'm so glad for her. There was something, did you see the other article today, Holly, about Uh, um, Catherine you know, Catherine, William of Catherine. Yeah, let's just revel no, but I'm in this. Say what she's saying is that she feels bad and she is working behind the scenes to try to do some healing. Well, she had nothing to well. do with this parliament no, thing. They, that didn't. is a direct slap at the royal I know, but courtiers that have been dumping. She is trying to mend the, the cracks between Harry and William. And well, fine, fine. I but I am very impressed with the women of parliament. I mean, that that is a huge step. Yes, and this letter was published on Holly Lynch's Twitter account, her official Twitter account, and you can see all 72 members of Parliament who signed this letter. Yeah, I mean, that is some official heavy-duty lifting on the uh, part of the MPs there over in the UK. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Yes, and to your point, Julia, too, yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Duchess Kate is, you know, there. I think that there is something to all of these rumors saying that there is a rift between William and Harry. And this stuff happens. They're brothers. And she's trying to heal everybody. Yeah. So, well, we shall see. Uh, A little more details about why Kurt Sutter was fired from Mayans MC. Well, he made his new bosses mad. Mm -hmm. His new bosses being Disney. They bought FX and he made an unsavory joke about Walt Disney in one of his scripts in the season two premiere uh, about Walt Disney himself. And uh, apparently they were not happy about it. He also then went on to change the joke about Mickey and Pluto being pedophiles. That joke didn't fly either. And Kurt Sutter told Deadline.com that he basically, you know, he created the circumstances to lead uh, him to being fired from the show. He said, I overestimated my value and underestimated the unblankability of the mouse. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this though, will tell you something about a creativity yeah. that Disney Mouse owns too much stuff. Yeah, I know. And it. that things can Because this is have, a show about biker gangs right, and nothing I mean, nothing PC about and if, it. And if they're going to... Say, I mean, it's, it has a chilling effect. It um, has a very yeah. chilling mm-hmm. effect on creativity because they own everything. I mean, isn't that the truth? Fox Searchlight, Fox, everything. Yeah. Um, they own everything. Yeah. And they can change and the other stuff. CBS everything. Viacom. Owns. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh dear. It's Disney. It's Viacom. It's Amazon.com. I mean, we're getting very monopolistic in the way that our entertainment is made. That's what I'm saying. And it's very And now they want you to be able to speed it up. Yeah. Because it goes too slow. And don't tell any jokes. I mean, I guess, I mean, that's just... Well, it's one of those things... I'm glad he's telling us. Yeah, Kurt Sutter said of the jokes to Deadline.com, he said, I'm not an idiot. I knew it would ring some bells. I was informed that the Walt Disney joke had to go, and I agreed to change it. So he did, and... He didn't change it enough. He didn't change it enough. And then they probably said, change it or quit, and he quit. And I bet by not changing it enough the second time, he wanted to be fired. No, I don't think so. He created this show. He had a long-time deal with FX with Sons of Anarchy. He just said, I'm not changing the joke. The second, this is it. And they're like, change it or leave. That's what happened, for sure. Yeah. Well, and he said, yeah, I underestimated the might of the Walt Disney Corporation that this joke I'm telling you would be they my own so much of your a media. Mickey and Pluto joke a Mickey I think we can joke. handle it in the context of a setting at a biker clubhouse whatever racy you know things that people it's like it's so stupid right. well and it's interesting because moving forward as we just talked about that Disney now owns such properties as The Simpsons which has always poked fun at the powers that be mm-hmm. at Fox at News Corporation right. and they've already started to do it with Disney but apparently there's a line an invisible line that is crossed with the executives over yeah. at Walt Disney that where enough is enough like lighthearted jabbing no this apparently just was just too much for them yeah Speaking of, over at Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, you guys have this posted on mytalk1071.com. The second trailer for the Star Wars series is out, and it's going into the origin story of Boba Fett. Who the heck is that? I know it. I just, I can't even, I don't care so much that it hurts. That it hurts me. I'm sorry, look at the trailer. It hurts me I don't care so much. You know, I, I don't care either. 
Yeah. I'm gonna, and I'm you're just, a fan. Well, you drew me this. You drew drew me the Star Wars map. Uh, I drew Julia a Venn, not a Venn diagram, no, but a flow chart. A flow chart of, of who's who. Star Wars characters, because I love the original series so of Star I. Wars, but the continuation of the universe, it's totally not for me. In as much as I'm not that interested now, if the show The Mandalorian gets good reviews, just flat out being like, okay, you know what? It it did kind of look good because Pedro Pascal is walking through a town and the town is full of stormtroopers' heads on pipes. Who is Pedro Pascal? Is Uh, that someone we're supposed to know? It's an actor. You'd recognize his face. You totally would know he was. You know what I thought? Nick Nolte's in it. Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. A lot of good people are in it, but I don't know. That trailer looked. Just because it was like wild, even though I don't know anything about any of the right. origins. So that, if The Mandalorian is good TV. It sounds to me that you're saying The Mandalorian. She is. Yeah. But remember like DeLorean cars? The yes. man. Is that what you're really saying? Well, it's all one saying. word, Mandalorian. Okay. Not oh. the DeLorean vehicle, the time machine from Back to the Future. Now that is a whole separate thing that involves cars with fun doors and a lot of cocaine. But we're not going to be telling that I story. I want that story. <laughs> right I now. want that story made immediately. <laughs> I think uh, Alec Baldwin is doing that story. He's is playing he? John DeLorean oh, in the right. movie about his life. Oh, well, we just can hardly that, wait for that That movie one. already came and Oh, went. did it come and oh, go? Yeah. so bad. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Okay, well, we don't even know. <laughs> Miranda Lambert is talking about how she met her husband, Brenton, and apparently it was a covert operation of her friends. She said that she met her husband, a former NYPD police officer turned security guard, while she was doing press for the Pistol Annie's record this time last year. She said our record came out the day after Halloween and we did Good Morning America. Yep. My husband was doing security there for the show. My girlfriend, the Annie, saw him and knew I might be ready to hang out with someone. So Do they meet my friend. Yeah. Yeah, they invited him to our show behind my back, and she said, Miranda Lambert, they plucked him for me. My security guy, Tom, he was in on it, too. And she said, now the Pistol Annies have three husbands, two ex-husbands, three children, a stepson, and 23 animals. Miranda wow. Lambert says she and her friends have been busy the past nine years with their lives. Wow. <laughs> Got to keep a flow chart for all of that. Oh, gosh. All right, Holly. Thank, thank you, you Holly. so much. I know there's the sundown slowdown happening somewhere on the system. Oh, gosh. Probably. Anywhere going west. Anywhere going west, <laughs> you're probably going to want to put down your blinders here. Your My Talk traffic is brought to you by Virtuel.com. One moment, please, while I retrieve your traffic information. Hey, this is a duh that just fits right into the theme of today's conversation. Uh, it is. It was uh, published in one of my heavier scientific journals. Oh. I go through preventing chronic disease. Oh, my goodness, that's heavy. Oh, it's so heavy. <laughs> but this was a lighter article in that what they found out, because 32,000 Americans were studied, Okay, over the age of 15, over two years. And the study of DA is Americans have plenty of free time to exercise, but choose screen time instead. Mm-hmm. Is that a DA or say what? It again, we, people. We have so much time. Here's what the average American has. Of course, men have. Okay. have more, they have an hour, a half hour to an hour more free time than women. Mm-hmm. On a daily okay. basis. On a daily okay. basis. But 32,000 Americans were, uh, 
analyze and uh, when you know when when people are asked about their physical fitness, they go, "I got a busy job. I got a lot of heavy workload at school. I have family responsibilities." I've got this. Lots of reasons why they can't make it to the gym or get outside or do whatever. People just, they feel like they don't have enough time to maintain a healthy exercise schedule. But the average American actually has about five hours of free time each and every single day. And what is taking up all that time? You guessed it. Television, smartphones, iPads, any other electronic device. screen time. That is correct. No one, regardless of gender or economic uh, income is devoting even 7% of their free time on physical fitness, except my husband. Yep. <laughs> Where it's That's for sure. 98%. Yeah, yeah uh, there's a general perception. This is for the from the lead uh, researcher. There's this perception among the public and even among public health professionals that a lack of leisure time is the major reason that Americans do not get enough physical activity. We found... Zero evidence for those people are beliefs. just lazier. Yeah, yeah, they just because you are entertained, and I might add, addicted. They even they even looked at differences in age. They looked at differences in gender. They looked at differences in racial racial groups. Regardless of who, they, no one had any less than four and a half hours mm-hmm. of free time Most every more, single yeah. day. With men having anywhere from a half hour to an hour more of free time every day among women so um the only thing that was interesting about it was that both men and women with higher incomes regardless of race spent more of their free time on exercise and less time staring at screens and all i could think about was that was that sometimes in areas it's not easy to be a member of a gym or it's cost prohibitive Okay, to be in a jack points. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. that is kind of a thing yeah. that is real. It's mm, not yes, yes. really, I mean, some places there are better deals than others. Yeah. But so, anyway, I just thought, okay, that is kind of a dub, but it did fit in with everything that we were talking about today. We have all kinds of time, people. And even the doctors have fallen for the trap, but no, we've got plenty of free time. We just look down, look up, look at our hands. Yeah. All right, so that, there's a study of death. Right. Here's another one. We all know, right, the apple a day keeps uh, the doctor away, mm-hmm. right? We've yeah. all heard that. If you're having a bad time with your keeping your bad cholesterol level at bay, the study, I feel like some people knew about it, but not enough. This was published in the Journal of Nutrition. It's a little bit easier to read. I The ladies, you know, from... You know, Saturday morning, let me read. They 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 subscribe to this one, Jules. Here's what it is. An avocado a day. Oh. If you have... I quit buying them because they got so expensive and you can't find them this year. Well... Because this was a tough year for avocados. Yes, it was. And yes. a lot of people like to get that good fat of an avocado into a salad yeah. or an avocado toast. But they were able to show that when people ha- that had the bad cholesterol level... Yeah, that if they just have one avocado a day into their diet, it makes all the difference in the Remember world with the, the little breaking down yeah. whatever the bad. Remember the belly fat diet was all about having avocados, avocados. years ago. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, 
it's just a good thing to know that yeah. it's like uh, we can have a you know an apple a day and an avocado, avocado a day. A day yeah. mm-hmm. They are really good, and they looked at they had people take you know they did my my journal of nutrition gave a real detailed thing on the study, but I'm not going to bore you guys. With oh, that. okay, good. I appreciate okay. that. Now this study, duh, I mean, like it is pretty much been proven known anyone who travels has seen how congested airports are and there's a big reason why airports are congested they're called uber and lyft oh i know they are are taking up all the space they're taking up all the space driving you and dropping you off at like the specific spot is there is lax is now making them wait they can't even go on i love it uh, the last time i used like a i think i had a lift out of lax i had to go from baggage upstairs to arrival down this thing now it's because oh. it's clogging up. Okay, yeah. It's making people are not sharing rides. They're no. not yeah. taking Dropping, taxis. Yep. They're no, not whatever. Right. It's just clogging everything. It's like a new car. Yeah. It's, like, it's all these cars. Listen to this one. You're going to go crazy, Julia. You're crazy. You promise? This was This was published in the Urban Policy and Research, which is, again, my second scientific journal I'm citing here today. Oh, you're um, so impressive. Uh, well, Julia, you know how we've talked about driverless cars. When will they be here? I don't want what them. is going to happen? Please, please. What do you think the study of duh is on driverless cars? They're going to crash. No, uh, they could help with congestion. Well, they always have said that that they will flow traffic better than users. Guess what? They're going to make traffic worse. Oh, uh, okay. Should have gone. And they've that. got. Uh, they've got the evidence. Uh, they're supposed to make our lives easier, but they are are finding that driverless cars will actually lead to more traffic congestion in major cities. Why most riders won't be willing to share their ride, ultimately resulting in more cars on the road. Can something? I just want to take a two-year pause mm-hmm. on everything. Let's just get used to what we have right now. Well, they're trying to make city. They're trying to get people to understand what they're going to have to do from urban planning because you know those people are always working on the long vision, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Some people in Duluth would like the city of Duluth stop putting, for example, money into bike trails, and they'd like some pothole-filled streets filled. <laughs> You know, because yeah. that town that is a hard town. Is it? Well, the winter. Yeah, right. right the the extreme well. temperatures. Anyway, so they're they're finding that driverless vehicles, otherwise known as autonomous vehicles, are going to have profound effects on cities, and we need to know what it is because people. Hmm, oh, they found it. What did they find? Bad. What did the people going to be bad? There will be an adverse impact on public transport. People will start leaving public transportation and they won't want to do ride sharing and that will increase the peak period vehicle flows, which is likely to increase traffic congestion over the next 30 years. But I think that people who ride, okay, so people who use... They're just wanting people to take into account when they start drafting driverless car regulations and policies. This is all just early right, stages. Right. But why would it be any different than how Uber and Lyft has clogged up airports? Well, you're right. LAX now, you, you take a bus like you're going to a rental car to get Uber and Lyft. It's added oh, that much really? congestion. Same with SeaTac. Mm-hmm. 
It's filled because people used to take the bus. Because the bus might be the cheapest way into right. town or take a or light the fastest, rail. because like you or can the use fastest. the bus lane if you're on 35W mm-hmm. or 395. But now, so anyway, maybe people will go back to some of that as they have to go and they, they're the ease. Of- I, if I drive by a car and no one's driving it. Mm-hmm. Because I Has know- that happened to you yet other than a very short person in the front well, seat? Well, no, yeah. what I do drive by is no one's driving it because they're looking down at something. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm not seeing it as much as I used to at yeah. all since we've been ticketing people for yeah. using their phones, but you still see it. Mm-hmm. But I noticed my um, uh, just a little bit higher stress level from when we were living so closely to where we were broadcasting last week and our commute yeah. was like six minutes. That is my commute, yeah, I know. Julia. I know. It's Isn't another... it nice? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. But it's so <laughs> it's nice because so nice, I noticed it makes a big yeah. difference. Driving into work, I was like... Oh, faster. Come on, hurry up. You know, I noticed some of those things going on in my brain. Yeah. Anyway, I just bring you the study of duh. I I leave it at that today. Mm-hmm. Real sorry. I That's, they were all very good. Dived so hard into the scientific no, journal. I, I'm I, I trying to come it. back with yeah. lighter stuff next okay. week. Okay. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Mama said, don't give up. It's a little complicated. I'll tie it up. hanging out with us on this Tuesday. Nice to have you with us. Oh, I love this story. Don, you're going to have to post this for tomorrow. All right, what is it? It's uh, Billie Eilish and Billy Joe Armstrong posing together for Rolling Stone. He from Green Day. From course. Green Day. Yeah. She wasn't even born, of course, when he found fame as the lead guitarist for Green Day. But uh, um, they, they're doing, the fir- they're the first ever musicians on the Musicians Issue cover. Mm-hmm. And she's Tells Billy, Billy Eilish tells Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. She said, "Used to be the wallpaper on my phone," and he was like, "I was your wallpaper." <laughs> and uh, she's like, "I don't even know how to ask this, but what gave you the urge to like moon the audience or kick people in the head and stuff?" So <laughs> anyway, it's this whole the musicians are sort of interviewing each other, and um, I like it. I like that they got the two Billies together. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? Hulk Hogan's jet is grounded after the tires blew out and his brakes melt after he landed in Reykjavik. He was flying with the WWE legend Jimmy Hart. And uh, he's going going somewhere. And, you know, a lot of um, 
flights will either Greenland, oh, yeah, Iceland, yeah, 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 yeah. or that one place that we know Nova yeah. Scotia for Halifax. Yeah, because I think mm-hmm. the flight was going on further, so it was like kind of uh, anyway. Yeah, they it was they got grounded. The tires blew out, and the brakes melted, and yeah, really hard landing, and that'd be scary. That thing is not going anywhere, and it's just going to be there. And uh, Hogan said a friend from Minnesota who had also landed their private jet at the airport offered to give him a ride the rest of the way. Nice. Wow. <laughs> well, how convenient is that? Do you think that was Jesse Ventura? Yes. Would he be flying in a private jet? Uh, I don't I know. Yeah. He's, He's headed to anyway. Saudi Arabia for the WWE crown jewel. Uh-huh. Oh, the friend who gave them seats on the plane is uh, Hall of Famer Rick Flair. Oh. Which... Yeah. My boyfriend made me go up to him at a Stuckey's in Florida. As one should. To say hello to him. And this oh was God. like in the 80s. he was 80s. too embarrassed Stuckies. to do it himself. You had to go? Uh, he needed maybe like a, a fluffer. Yeah, I know. Like to I break the totally ice. Like push the girl in front of you totally and come up behind it. her. Yep. And um, he was just like sweating profusely. Say, how are you talking to whoever? He was sweating. He was so excited. People really are passionate about the wrestlers. Anyway, they're all on track now. They're all on Ric Flair's jet, safe, <laughs> safely making their way. Okay? I'm so glad. Oh, yes. Relief. I'm so glad. Did, did you watch the Grudge trailer? Donnie posted this. Oh, no. my gosh. Ugh. Julie is not going to go anywhere near oh, that Did you see a demon grow out of his head and take a hold of his scalp oh. as he's shampooing his okay. hair? I love it. I, it was kind of was unbelievable. Cool. Amazing. It's yeah, John it Cho is in it. It's a remake, The Grudge. Okay, yeah. from The Grinch. No, no. no. <laughs> it's a it's a vengeful <laughs> ghost who curses you with a violent curse if you anyone who sets foot in the house that it haunts. That yeah. sounds horrible. Can I give people yeah, a break? Okay. It's but take a look knows. at that trailer if you oh, want. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, Sam Benshuf. A senior communication spe- specialist from the Twin City will be on the quiz show Jeopardy tomorrow really? afternoon. He lives in St. Paul. It airs at 4.30 on Channel 11. So um, Ben works with RBC Wealth Management mm-hmm. and has glasses and wears a bow tie. So he's going to be on tomorrow afternoon. Good for him. I know. We wish you well, s- Julia, let me show you a picture of Catherine Zeta-Jones and her daughter, Carries Douglas. They're in a new Fendi campaign, all filmed in Rome on the steps of beautiful places. But when I show you this photo, what is the one thing that you notice about the photo? Put it closer to me so I can see it. Mm -hmm. Donnie, look at it on page six. You might want to post this tomorrow. Okay. It's very, very telling. It's a strange well, thing, and I'm I wonder if it say, has anything to do with uh, any of my theories. Okay, well, I'm going to say that the daughter is clearly in focus. That's right. Where the mom, who's just got her head above the daughter's, oh. her chin is above the daughter's, is out of focus. Yeah, it's a little soft focus on so the So I'll just say Vaseline lenses. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because Catherine Zeta-Jones has to live the lie that she's 49 and not 59, which is her real age. I wonder... Maybe she's 57, maybe she's 58, whatever it is. But that is why we have the Vaseline face. Sometimes I just think... (laughs) 
<laughs> you make me laugh because you just don't let things die no. off ever. No, let's look at Catherine Jones' career, though. How long it goes on? How long can you be twenty-two in Hollywood? Apparently, we've been twenty-two. I was twenty-two for a long no, time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, like, are we just going to own our age or what? But Catherine well, Zeta Jones. I want you to tweet her. Well, I'm not going to tweet her. I'm not going to be rude. I might just say, meet her on the red age. carpet. Oh, but God. I'm not going to be rude. I'm just going to talk behind her back. She's committed to this lie. He, she, she lied to Michael Douglas. He doesn't know. But he doesn't care. He, no, but he doesn't know. <laughs> he <laughs> likes it that she's 25, 25 years, years younger, younger, not they share 15 to the years day, younger. They share the same birthday. That's right, Donnie. But it's very uh, okay. interesting, all these Fendi photo, photos, how... How do they do that? Photoshopped, you know, blurred her can't, face. Because I have to take every single selfie you and I are in together, yeah. I look like hell and you look good. So I would say yeah. I I experience ageism every day because my face is so much closer to that camera. And you do have Vaseline lenses because you're behind me. Yeah, all right. Kind of in a way, Lori. Why do you take all the photos? Because you never will. Is that it? Do you know how? Is that a pr- part I do. of the problem? You do know Never. how. Okay. Julia, no, you the know reason? how. Yeah, I know how to make myself look crappy and you the look good. The reason why is because I'm right-handed and my right See? See? arm has been you but know, disabled. But even before that, you yeah, wouldn't take that. Yeah, that's true. Up. But that's Larry. because I'm so bad. You're ambidextrous. You can use oh, both of your... Boy. Surprisingly yeah. long arms. Yeah. They're very short. Here we go. <laughs> alligator. Wow. So you've been in Vaseline lenses behind me for years, woman. Really? <laughs> Every, everyone have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.